Welcome to this extra special bonus episode of Sound Pollution featuring Moody Music's recording and video. This is a special show I was asked to guest MC for and I had a lot of fun. Make sure you check out the links below. The first uh, musician is Rick Myers and the second musician is the group's well, not a musician, musicians, is the group Scrooge Mandela. I hope you enjoy the show. Have a great week. Sit there alone Playing your songs on the moon Guitar strings Tell me, pretty lady Do you ever think about me? Citrine Come clean Tell me, do you ever wish that boy was me, Citrine? Come clean Why you gotta fall in love with boys, oh me, Citrine? You're the sunshine shining down on Cast my ashes to the wind Turn my pages to the wrapped in and Bury my heart in the ground where it falls And hey there, brittle Come clean Tell me Do you ever wish that Boy was me Citrine Tell me Why you Gotta fall in love with Boys so me Citrine You're the sunshine shining down on me. Sit there alone, playing your songs on the moon, 
guitar string Tell me, pretty lady Do you ever think about me? Citrine, come clean Tell me, do you ever wish that boy was me, Citrine? Tell me why you gotta fall in love with boys so mean, Citrine? You're the sunshine shining down on. This one uh, is called Silver Linings. Seem to fade 
like the rain Falling down like the rain Yeah, girl, you've got a demolition This is another one I wrote a few years ago. I've fallen down 
Strings. I 
who just did us a huge favor and came and played for us. Why don't you tell everybody uh, who you are and what you do? Um, my name's Rick Myers. I'm uh, originally from Bullitt County. I moved out to E-Town a few years ago. Uh, I've been tattooing for 12 years. I've been playing music out locally. And with these guys, I try to hit shows if Moody needs me or Louis Brangers or something. I try to try to make as many of the shows as I can if they need me. Um, and uh, the, today was kind of a fly, like coming out, and he just needed somebody to play, so just rode out and played a few songs for him. How long have you been playing for? Uh, I have been playing for about uh, ten years now. Ten years. So you got started in like your twenties. Yeah, I didn't um, start playing guitar until later on. I, I wrote a lot and uh, published a few things, like uh, poetry-wise and stuff, and had some friends that, you know, played. But I had one, one guy I stayed with for a while who'd read some of my poetry and wanted me to learn how to play so I could start making music. And uh, I'd played, I've been in music my entire life. I started fourth grade with young composers and then I started playing alto sax and band and then baritone sax and mom played piano in church my entire life growing up so I'm pretty pretty well surrounded with music in the family and so it just sort of came naturally it was just part of what you were going to do and I started writing I think it was the second year I'd even been playing and I had some new music and I was playing out at uh, Wild Earth there in E-Town one of the the art galleries stuff we used to play at a lot and uh i got asked to join the heartland songwriters association and i've been doing that for a few years that's cool yeah i I like to get out and play music uh try to hit a few places here and there it's just been you know i play acoustic i just play my music i've written and stuff and some places like that and some places want full bands and Mm -hmm. stuff so Mm -hmm. if anybody runs into any gigs feel free to hit me up (laughs) <laughs> I'd love to play. So what got you, I mean, I know you're, you said your family uh, you, was in music, but what was the moment that you were like, this, this feels right? I mean, I've always felt like music was part of my life, Mom. When I grew up, Mom played piano in church, so that wasn't only on Sundays. That was us going throughout the week on Wednesdays and Thursdays mm-hmm. and then sometimes Saturdays and going over all the music stuff and playing and uh i was first seat in alto saxophone for years until my band teacher wanted me to move to the baritone and learn it because he needed somebody in baritone and i was top seat so many years and then i started doing it and then like most guys and stuff you know some stick with it and i i've 
discovered sports and mm-hmm. started doing that. And I played three varsity sports in high school and wasn't much time for music. But whenever I started playing guitar, it was just me getting back into it. And and uh, I picked the guitar up pretty fast. The finger style takes a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always liked that style of playing and music. And like, like Moody said earlier, it's like you don't expect that to come out of me because, you know, I'm coming in and I'm no. tattooed up. And <laughs> no, I, got leather I was like, he's going to rock it out. And then it was just very chill and yeah. beautiful. They, they hear like tattoo artist leather and motorcycles. And then I come in and I play something and they're like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, well, I, I did. I forgot my tutu and my heels. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> But it's it's a pretty sound. What influenced that sound? Was it just because you wrote poetry and, or, like, was there something else that kind of made you gravitate towards that sound? I've just always liked the sound of classical music, and you hear some songs that Willie Nelson does and stuff, and he plays that style, like mm-hmm. the finger mm-hmm. style, and you could range from that all the way to softer stuff, and then... I discovered Tommy Emmanuel, who's considered the best fingerstyle guitarist in the world. You look at some of his videos, and it's just amazing the stuff that he can do. And I watch the videos, and me, I've been playing as long as I have. Like, I still look at stuff he does, and I'll learn stuff by watching him. But at the same time, there's some stuff I look at, and I'm like, I can't do that. And I've said that with other stuff, too, but it takes time and practice. Practice, yeah. And then when I do finally, like, you reach plateaus to where you won't learn, and then I'll be frustrated. For eight months, I've been playing the same things, and I don't feel like I've added anything or there's no change. And then I'll go back and watch a Tommy Emanuel video on YouTube, and I'll be like, well, (laughs) I guess I got room I can improve. (laughs) It's time to learn something else. Yeah, and... uh, you plateau a lot with it. And with finger style, it's a lot lot harder because, you know, you get your rhythm players and stuff, and they can just strum with a pick. And as long as they get that chord close, nobody's going to notice. No. With finger style, it's different because if you don't bar chord that perfectly and you don't get your fingers down, you're going to have a muted string. Yeah. So instead of that one muted string being, you know, drowned out by the others and nobody notices, that's part of your melody. So as soon as you hit that wrong string, and I'm sure if you listen to some of the songs and stuff I played tonight, there was a few times where I just didn't hit the string right, and you'll hear a little difference. But that's part of the beauty of live music and stuff mm-hmm. is because you know that person's not running auto-tune and been run through $15 million worth of equipment and then had Snoop Dogg, you know, look, look it over and then... You know, you, you don't get all this extra stuff. You just no, get pure. you get the pure music yeah. and the person and the mistakes and all. You get to hear their feelings and how they're feeling at that moment. And and then a lot of that goes back to people say, hey, you want to play out stuff? You want to play? Do you want to be a professional musician? I tell them all the time, I'd like to be a professional writer. But as a professional musician, people are going to know your face. You can't go to Walmart anymore. No. You can't go out to eat or anything with your family. Because a 10-minute shop, shopping spree at Walmart to run in and grab, you know, steaks and some glitter and a few things turns steaks into... Steaks and glitter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> steaks and glitter. Well, I was thinking, you know, steaks for me, and then I got, I got the girls at home, too. Okay, so okay, that makes more sense. So glitter or something, you know... 
once you're a dad, like I went to the shop Stuff the animals. other day and a guy was wearing flip flops and somebody made a comment like, yeah, you're a, you're a girl dad. You got your finger, your toenails painted. Yep. And I laughed and I said, yep. And I flipped mm. my shoe <laughs> off and mine are painted too. That's a good too. dad. That's a good dad. And, uh, but it's like, you know, that, that 10 minute trip you plan on Walmart turns into uh, 30 minutes to an hour mm -hmm. and tattooing as long as I have in the area. Sometimes I'll go to Walmart. And people will see me, hey, Rick, how you doing? Or stop me and talk to me. And half the time, you know, they expect me to remember them because of a tattoo I did or something. Ten years ago, it's like I've done thousands and thousands of tattoos. Yeah. So I don't mean to be like for, I forgot them or, you know, don't recognize them. It's just there's so many people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm just like, I remember the tattoo. I remember doing the tattoo, but the person, I don't remember their name or anything. And you want you don't want to get like that with yeah, music. Yeah, and it seems like famous artists like you're gonna have to have somebody to go shopping at Walmart for you because you can't go out in public anymore, or if you do, you got to pull a Johnny Knoxville and go get one of those old lady suits, you know, <laughs> yeah. so people don't know who you Fancy. are. <laughs> I would totally that would be the first thing I invested in. Like I would have like multiple like old people suits and stuff. <laughs> like I was going shopping regardless. Like this is happening. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about writing? Uh, I've always loved writing. I got into it early, and I was published before I was out of middle school. I've always loved writing, and it gives you uh, a release in a way to, to more or less turn your experiences and your life into a song other people can relate to because there's things in life that we all go through. We all experience heartbreak. We all experience, you know, these things like one of the songs was talking about a girl that I was engaged to and she told me, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. It's like stuff like that, you know, you hit, you yeah. hit things that people have went through mm -hmm. in their life and as soon as they hear that, that might not have been the exact words it might have, but somebody has went through something in their life with a relationship to where they're like, oh, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. But it's definitely... It's definitely you. Yeah. That's my favorite. And uh, <laughs> it's just a way for me to express my feelings and mm -hmm. tell stories that I feel like other people relate to. So. Yeah, I heard a lot of storytelling in there. Would you say that you're kind of inspired by, like, the the folk rocky singer-songwriters of like the 60s and 70s a little bit some Joni Mitchell um, kind of stuff especially with the way you're playing a lot of all all of my stuff kind of mixture I like a lot of songwriters you know mm -hmm. you get into Jeffrey Steele Chris Stable and people don't mm -hmm. realize he's how amazing. many songs he's written for these major artists like Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney and stuff and they hear these songs and then when they figure out that Chris Stapleton wrote them they're like I didn't know that and like He's written hits for country music for 20 years, you know. Mm -hmm. He's got all these songs, and you look at Jeffrey Steele, What Hurts the Most, which Rascal Flatts made it famous and stuff. And even Aaron Lewis said, you know, he didn't really care much for Rascal Flatts, but when he heard Jeffrey Steele play it, because of the oh, yeah. feeling, yeah. the person that wrote it, you when they play it, you're going to feel that feelings and stuff. It's completely different. He said he never wanted to play it until he heard Jeffrey still play it. And that's what got me into it. I listen to stuff like Ryan Adams. He's from Kentucky and an amazing artist. He covered Taylor Swift's entire 1979 album or whatever it was. I'll have you to look got, that up. Yeah, you've got, and he interviewed her too. And you've got all these artists and stuff. There's so many different ways 
that these people come out and can turn these songs into stories. I went a lot off of the old country outlaw perspectives okay. of writing stories like Willie Nelson writing stories. And for me, it's hard for me to remember cover songs or to remember stuff like songs I write up if they're random and kind of just like crazy lyrics. I've got a few like that, but mm. it's easier for me to remember as an artist. If I got 10 songs to remember, if I've got a story in my head and I can follow that story. That's cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here and I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all having me out here last minute. I tried to make it as best as I could. Oh, it was great.
seconds, I'm under the pressure. I wonder how to ease my mind. I'm running, more like stumbling to get someplace that I'm not even sure where I am trying to find.
All right, I'm here with Scrooge Mandela. I'm just going to have you guys pass the mic around and say what you play. I'm Noah, and I play the tubs. <laughs> I'm Brian, and I play the sync, the guitar, rhythm, and sync. And I'm Sean. I play bass. I'm Travis. I play lead guitar. How long have you guys been together? Um, me and Brian have been together for, what, what year was it? 2019? Yeah. Like February 2019. Got married. So about two years. And then uh, just over two years. And Noah's been oh, with us for a fail. while. Oh, fail. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, no, leave it in. Day. Leave it in. Uh, <laughs> That's the real shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, Noah's been with us for a while, and we acquired Tra- Travis not too long ago. He joined. The, he joined the family, you know. And uh, so yeah, October. And so in that time, we've just been practicing and whatnot. And so you guys just did a show in Knoxville, right? Yeah, last night. Last or, uh, night. No, Friday night. <laughs> Oh, God. It feels yeah. like it. It feels like it. A lot of driving and all that. Um, was that the first get, like big gig you've had since the Rona? That's what yeah, I call her. First one. At a, Fucking at bitch. A venue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, besides, like, you know, a basement show or something. Oh, yeah. We did a little basement show for a, we did a, little basement show for a friend uh, at the beginning of the year. But, I mean, that was we knew everybody there. So. Right. Yeah, you were safe and distanced. Yeah. 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 What, how'd you guys? I, I hope so. <laughs> what was the inspiration behind the band? What made you guys get together? Um, so I like punk rock music, and uh, I tried to—I I don't know—I I tried to find like-minded people. I've been trying to get something going for a long time, and uh, one day I just kind of got frustrated looking for new members and bought a mixer and and a laptop and a bunch of recording stuff and recorded an album. And then from there, uh, people heard it and was like, dude, you should, I'll, let me know when you're playing live. And I'm like, well, I don't really have a band. And then I just started reaching out to people. And through, I think, okay, so I, the, the first incarnation of Scrooge, I reached out to a buddy who skateboarded and he knew somebody who played guitar and he linked us up. And then I reached out to a drummer that I went to school with. We linked up, and we all three got together. He uh, spray-painted a little Scrooge Mandela mural for us. And, uh, and then I heard through the person that he lived with that he wanted to play bass for us. So I came over and said, are you about it? And he said, I'm about it. And um, still is. About it, about it. <laughs> uh, that, uh, he, that's how it began. <laughs> so you guys have a tour coming up, suppose is that what I heard? Yeah. A little a little in? We we're trying we're trying to book in. <laughs> it's nothing here. Just just keep it. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> just keep it. <laughs> we tried. We we said Sean was gonna be the deed. Um Well I said he was gonna be the deed. <laughs> I'm the dude either way, dude. <laughs> we're we're planning on going on a tour in twenty twenty two. Um but we don't know how to do that. We don't know how to book a tour. We don't know how to, we don't know which venues to reach out to. Cause it's like, do you just go across the country and yeah, right play? Now it's a little difficult, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is a little difficult, but you know, um, even beyond the given circumstances in today's climate, like 
It's like, do you just play a hole-in-the-wall bar everywhere? Or do you, like, find somebody that can put you on a festival? You know, and that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. So it's, we do want to tour in 2022, but we're not sure, like, when. Or how. Or how. Nobody really knows right now. Yeah, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> we're just kind of we're all it. We're all just kind of like, can I play somewhere? <laughs> and, and that's what, cr- it was crazy in Knoxville be- that we were able to do that, you know. Uh, shout out to Brickyard. Yeah, shout out to the Brickyard in, Na- in Knoxville. And um, There's a lot. also Player versus Player and Reckless Threat. And uh, Coffin Curse Records, shout out to them too. They're yeah, cool. Mike Billups, R.I.P. Mike Billups, R.I.P. To your toe. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, well, <laughs> who killed his toe? You'll have to ask him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story there. I need it. Well, his is his nose. It's exciting. Okay. Yeah, it's like related. Yeah, oh. he had nobody he, was like moshing uh, and like because of hippo we cannot disclose this information. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, but when we were talking about that, the a couple of punks that were there were like, um, oh, the one dude shot his toe off. Yeah, they were like, oh, we know a guy who lost his toe. He he shot it off. Oh, and, and his friends ate it too. Yeah, and like parts of his toe. Are you? Yeah, the Knoxville punk scene's pretty hardcore. I, like. <laughs> And he would—he kept his toe in formaldehyde, and he would pull it out, and uh, like you know, he'd be like, "Hold this," and then someone would put their hand down, and he'd just drop his toe in their hand. And somebody ate it. Yeah, he said. Well, he said. He said. From what he told me, he sh- from him shooting his toe, bits of his skin splattered upon his wall, and just over time, his friends would come over and just peel pieces off and eat it. Oh my God, that is so, that is you know. punk rock. And it was cool to get respect from those guys, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it mattered. It mattered more than anything in the world, didn't They're it? They're the real punks. God damn. <laughs> the toe eaters. It's a special fetish. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a person for everything. So how how many have you released albums? I know I've seen stuff on on YouTube is just like song by song. So why don't you tell everybody what you've got out right now so they can find you? Okay, so we're on every streaming platform. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Uh, we've currently we've got <laughs> we've got two albums out. Um, well, we've got three technically out. There's one on Bandcamp, but it's kind of the it's the one that I initially recorded, and it sounds like it was recorded with the potato. So we don't really count that one. We plan on remastering it down the line, but uh, for now we've got two, and they're part of this trilogy that we're working on. Which April eighth, we're going into the studio to finish it up, but we call it the Alfaro trilogy, and. Uh, it should be out in August, but yeah, we got two two albums out there available to stream everywhere, and you can buy our merch on Bandcamp too, like physical CDs. Buy merch, support your local musicians. Yeah, don't it's buy my too own much thing. though, because man, those trips to the post office. It's Sunday. What are you doing? <laughs> I was, that's what I said when I was. Why are you trying to go today? Like, we we went to the post office today. Because I forgot it was Sunday, and I couldn't know a CD. Dude, I'll do that. Designate do? me to do that. 
Oh, Sean's the new designated Scrooge postman. In the merch, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. All right. And we're not. We're not. You guys are very quiet here on the end. <laughs> no, we're not type A's. Anybody want to talk? No, you're just gonna sit quiet. So, um, <laughs> He's like, I'll hold it. Hi, <laughs> Brian. Do you guys? You're the newer guys. Yeah, he's the newest. I'm the newest. October. Yeah, he's the lead guitarist. October of 2020. Yeah. Okay, so you're feeling it. You like it? Oh yeah. Yeah. How old are you guys? How, how do I look? Uh-uh. <laughs> how old do I look? Nuh-uh. No, you gotta, you gotta I'm going to say like 18. You're your baby. Not far off. I'm 20. I'm Ooh, 20. see? Right, my turn. My turn. No. Yes, come on, please. 22. Oh! <laughs> Wait. I'm, tw- <laughs> I'm 28. 28? Yeah. You look young. Hell yeah, dude. It's those cigarettes, man. Quit smoking them, Sean. Dude. How old do you think I am? I'm going to say 28. I refuse to say anything else now. 28. You're actually Karong. Karong? Um, I'm, 30, I'm 32. 32. What about me? You're a baby, too. <laughs> You're the babiest of them all. Oh. Yeah. You think so? I think so. How old do you think I am? I would say, like, 18, 19. Am I getting that old that I can't fucking nail it now? <laughs> I'm actually 24. Shut up. But thank you, because people tell me I look 30. No. So that, that no. means a lot, genuinely. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy playing live why it doesn't hurt you. <laughs> it, it hurts now. Yeah. You guys are really active on stage. We, we, we try to be. I can't believe you're saying that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. I could tell that you were like, ooh, wires. Like, yeah, <laughs> we, I mean, we try to be active on stage. I, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you were able to see that. We tried to convey I've got a, a good video of it. I'll show it to you before you leave. Perfect, yeah. Um, Is there anything you want to add? Anything uh, extra? Because I'm, I'm sure I'm getting ready to get timed out. No. Uh, thank you. Anybody who's listening and shouts out to everybody who's thank you guys for having us. Um, thank I'll you, thank Brian, him. for coming. Thank you, Michael. Moody. The emotional support, the, freaking man. the emotional um, support animal over in the corner. Hit this guy <laughs> up. He, he'll get you together. This was a this was a nice experience, and from what I could tell, we sounded okay. I mean, they did their He's part. He's the worst critic in the group, isn't he? You're the picky one. <laughs> we're hard on it. It's it's been it's been a year, you know. It's been a year no of shit. practicing, you know. And, and it's and just we're just wound up tight. <laughs> don't make me get the belt. <laughs> All right, um, but no, mic drop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would have been awesome though, but please don't. I want to uh, give a shout out to my girlfriend Keisha. Because I love her. I'm fine, right? Well, shouts out to my kid, Jake. Oh, shouts out to Sean's kid, Sage. <laughs> now you can't do it. Nah, man, you're <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I'm going to remember that, dude. Oh, party foul. I'm going to remember that and never forgive you. <laughs> Thank you for having us. <laughs> that, was, that was nice that and was sincere. Sweet. That was sweet. You know, yeah. Also, thank you guys, of course. Yeah. You know, uh, he said it first, so I didn't want to be redundant, but um, it was great. Well, I was invited was here, great. too, so yeah. it makes you feel any better. But yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Scrooge Ben hella out. <laughs>
All right.